Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. In this episode, this is a back-to-school mini-episode, and I said that the mini-sode was going to be last week, but it ended up being a little bit longer, so I'm really going to stay tried and true to making this a shorter episode, but you all know that I have so much passion and intention to really maximize how much I can help you, and I just come with such a heartfelt love for wanting this to be so good for you, whether you're building a micro school or you're homeschooling, I know how important it is for you to take care of yourself and to prevent burnout. And in today's episode, I'm going to give to you my wonderful, tried and measured and successful ways that I truly believe will help you care for yourself during this time and prevent burnout. We don't want to be talking about what to do when you feel burnout. We want to talk about preventing burnout. And so I hope that you are able to get some of these snack sized pieces inside of you and just relish on them and take what you can for this season, for this time. And I pray that it blesses you. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Everyone, listen to this. One way that I help fight burnout is by making sure that I am built up and I'm around people who encourage me. And I hope the same for you. You know you can start By going over to our Facebook group, which is Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business, please make sure that you take the opportunity to send me an email. I have met so many wonderful people through my inbox. Those who weren't even in our Facebook group yet messaging me through email. I will get back to you. I will reach back out to you. I've formed amazing friendships with people who have listened to this podcast and have sent me a personal message through email. You can email me at teacherletyourlightshine at gmail.com. You can also head on over into the Facebook group. And I want you to know that one way that I definitely feel refreshed is by staying around others who are doing what I'm doing, which is not what I had my first year. And I want to say thank you so much for each of you who have left a review. And I, of course, have to read one of the reviews that I was blessed with over the past couple weeks when we had our challenge. And if you are so kind to leave a review for the Teacher Light Your Light Shine podcast, I am forever grateful. It only takes a few seconds and you really do bless me. You help me. And it actually ends up becoming a win-win because I know what I need to give you more of. So I want to say thank you to Miss B-A-K-Y-U-N. And this beautiful person 
said, I found McKinsey's podcast in March when I started looking into the idea of creating a micro school. I also joined her Facebook group around the same time as well. I've been so encouraged by listening to McKinsey's podcast, being involved in the Facebook group, and stepping out in faith. The encouragement, hope, and confidence that I've gained from listening to this podcast and being part of the Facebook group is huge. I'm so excited to make my dream a reality. And this comes from Becky, who also joined our educational marketing series. And boy, oh boy, does she keep us going. She is making sure she is asking all the questions and she is getting her answers and she is rocking it. She is Rooted Life Academy, and we are so grateful for you. Thank you so much, Becky, for taking the time to leave that review. And for each of you who decide to, thank you so much in advance. Now, in today's episode, I want to share with you, like I said, my definite time management tips for helping you to prevent burnout. And I would say that number one is to organize your day by priorities. Seriously, by priorities. And I say, this is my top three. If we can get these three things done today, that's wonderful. Now, I still have, and I started at the beginning of the year, I have my plans mapped out until the end of first semester, so until December. Now, they're not 100%. Everything is perfect and I don't have any wiggle room because I do. I use something called a loop schedule and I'd be so happy to teach you about this. I'm going to need some time though. I'm going to need some video tutorials because it has blessed me so much in planning and it only takes me a couple hours to get through my plans all the way till the end of the first semester. That doesn't mean that I'm not doing some of the research and I'm not plugging things in, but the bulk of it that has literally set me up for success has been completed. I know that I have goals every week, starting in grammar, reading, writing, math. When we start pouring over that curriculum, I know that this week, this is our spelling list. This week, this is what we're doing in grammar. This week, this is what we're doing in vocabulary. And it didn't take me that long. And I did it for every single grade level. And I have kindergarten through sixth grade. I took my curriculum, I broke it up by the year, then into half the year, and I know I'm getting over my head talking to you about this right now. And if you haven't done that, it's okay. Don't feel as if you got to do what I do, but I can tell you this, I have done the whole, I'm going to wing it. And I can tell you that I'm going to wing it has almost caused me to crash and burn. And the reason why I did the whole, I'm going to wing it is because I was not disciplined enough to sit down and say, you can do this. It's only going to take you two hours. But at that time, I didn't know it was only going to take me two hours. Now I know it's only going to take me two hours, two hours to save you months of headache and insecurity and overwhelm and anxiety. Come on, girls, you know, you know, I'm talking to you. And I know that might seem very, very a big task, I encourage you to reach out to me so that I can help you. I would love for you to send me a message, send me a, a, write something in the Facebook group, and I will give you an entire tutorial, Lord willing, in the right moment. But I, I really want to give this to you because it, it has really moved the needle. And once I do that, I know that, okay, this week, these are my main priorities. So right now I just have my weeks planned out. I don't have my days. But then I look at each week and I say, okay, if I break this week up into five days, this is what it's going to look like. 
And then in each day I say, these are my three big priorities. If I can get more done, I'm winning. If I'm not going to be able to get more done, I'm still winning. If I get a little less done, it's okay. But at least I am developing the skill of working through priorities. And honestly, to start out, friends, if you're like, I haven't planned all that way far in in advance or I haven't planned even this month, that's okay. I would start by just allowing yourself a chunk of time to plan. And if you are someone who has four-day week schedules or three days a week schedule of either a learning pod or homeschooling or micro-schooling, I would say that you do not want the days that you have off to be your planning days because you're going to be just working on that same day again. And I know that you wanted to not work so that you could really be with your family or to pursue something else. So I really encourage you that maybe it's half of a day or maybe it's an hour in the morning on Friday that you're not working. But I encourage you to not use Fridays as your planning day because it is research-based, the least productive day in every single profession. So your planning hopefully will take place on Wednesday or Thursday for the next week. All right? So just allowing yourself time to plan and then taking those plans and saying, you know, I I like to just circle the top three that I want to have done that day, my top three priorities. I actually even do this in my own life. I've got the Michael Hyatt Focus Planner and it stresses the importance of picking three big to-do tasks that day. And so I have learned that. I have conditioned myself over the past five months to really function my life in that sense as well. So organizing your day by priorities. Number two, strategically planning rest days, date nights, and family fun. Okay? I could do an entire podcast just on that. I did not intentionally plan to have a date night two years ago. But that is the number one reason when I started implementing date nights, my overwhelm decreased significantly. My pleasure increased significantly. Just going and sitting somewhere with my husband, listening to some music, having a nice dinner for an hour, And it doesn't have to be on Fridays or Saturdays. It can be midweek. But my husband and I are always being cognizant because if we miss a date night, which does happen because our kids are busy in in certain areas of their life, we feel it. And I have to have him on my team. And if you're not married, I highly suggest that you make sure that you have a girls night where you are going and you are just having fun, speaking to someone just relaxing, decompressing. It's pivotal. Also having a rest day where I do not have work. I do not do any work. Now that doesn't mean that I sometimes I do plan. I I look at it as a day to delight. I use it as a day to delight spiritually and to delight relationally. I also use it as a day to delight in what I like to do. And I actually like to work, but I know that I will burn out. So I love using that day to forward plan, looking at the year. Sometimes I don't do that because that can feel overwhelming, but I'll look at the quarter. I'll look at the next coming week. I'll make sure that I'm communicating with my husband. We also have Sunday sit downs where we plan out our week together and 
that has taken several years to come up with that and create a good routine. Now we've nailed it down to about 30 minutes. Used to be four hours because we were rumbling through some issues here, folks. But it's been very pivotal. And then also a family fun moment. And maybe your family fun is just even having a Sunday supper. Maybe it is having a moment where you're playing board games or a movie night. But making sure you put those three foundational pieces in your week so that you are not feeling as if you're burning the candle at both ends and you're not enjoying your life. So strategically planning a date night, strategically planning a family night or family fun, and strategically planning rest. Number three, I hope that you are finding a way to avoid a loaded moment of procrastination. Because teachers find it more efficient to break up grading materials into small groups that are graded each day than to work on grading the work of the entire class. Remember this? And if you're teaching now, you're taking home all of this work that needs to be done and graded and entered into the grade book. Oh my gosh, help me now. I'm starting to get heart palpitations. Is that how you say it? Palpitations? Palpitations? Yeah, my heart's beating. Oh, taking a breath right now I still remember me and my friend we would just bring home loads of papers and it'd be on a Sunday and she's like let's just hash this out on a Sunday when I could have been having my kids at the park when they were little I want to cry for myself right now I do I want to cry for myself I wish I would have given myself buffer room at the end of each day to do a little bit of something and so for me that is at the end of the day After the kids leave, I give myself about 15 to 20 minutes to wrap up whatever I need to, turn off the lights in my den, turn off the lights in any room that we've been teaching in, and make sure that I feel successful for the next day. I do not spend more than 20 to 30 minutes. Sometimes I don't even spend that because I'm able to do it before the kids even leave while they're having snack or while they're cleaning up or during their playtime. I'm able to do that. But I at least give myself buffer room every day. And I have that planned out that from 3.30 till 4, and it doesn't even take me that long anymore, I have that at 4 o'clock, it's over. And I am looking back at my day going, I really didn't need to schedule school that long. I'm definitely going to probably change that in the future. However, it is what it is right now. And I'm using the best of my time, but not overthinking it and definitely not holding off and procrastinating. So really just taking guys, a lot of times what we're doing is we're taking what could be just a 15, 20 minute activity and holding off on it for days and weeks at a time when really it only takes a few minutes. I just did that with my drawer in my bedroom and I've been looking at it thinking I really need to clean this out. And I've been doing that all summer long. And then I finally just did it and it only took me 10 minutes. (gasps) Can you believe it? I know. Number four. Now this is like, this is a whammy. All right. But listen to me here. Plan for a potential crisis. I, I'm serious. I, I know that sounds like a Debbie Downer moment, but I did not do that my first year. I built this so quickly. I did not have a backup plan. And guess what? Three weeks into school, my grandfather died suddenly and I was out of town for Labor Day. So not only did I have to drive back home seven hours quickly with my children to then pack and catch a flight to Missouri from Florida, I didn't have anyone to cover. I know, I'm a little embarrassed by that. 
Okay, I had my in-laws in the back of my mind, but we really didn't hash out a plan together for it. And guess what? I ended up having to stay in Missouri for a little bit longer because my grandma at my grandfather's funeral that same night, she ended up having symptoms of COVID and it was just a very, very traumatic situation. And then we were literally on our knees praying prayer chains across all of our family members and friends that her life was going to be restored for the next month. So you can imagine the headspace that I was in. But thankfully, my mother-in-law stepped in and she was here. She's not a certified teacher, but she was here. And I did explain to the parents beforehand that if in case of an emergency, this is the person that would be in charge. So plan for a crisis. Honestly, I know that's hard. I know that sounds awful. I know that sounds eerie. It sounds terrible. But even this year, I'm like, okay, my second year, I actually got someone to come in. And, and bless her heart, there were multiple things that came against her. So I was by myself, but I had an, I did have a volunteer who came and helped me a little bit more this year. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have an assistant and another assistant and another assistant and parent volunteers. And sometimes it's like, wow, that's a little overwhelming to have that much help. Cause even I'm like, do I even really need that much help? And I'm like, yes, I need the help. Yes, I need the help. When I need the help, always having someone on the back burner. And it's amazing, you all, really the people that you can get if you just give yourself a little bit of time to brainstorm and just ask them. In case something comes up, could you be here? And make sure that you are communicating with those it would impact, like your students. And last but not least, number five, I would say, don't jam-pack your schedule. Don't feel that sense of urgency that I just talked about in the last episode. Give yourself time to delight. Give yourself time to enjoy. Give yourself time to savor these moments because they're not going to last forever. They're not. The times with your children are not going to last forever. The time that I'm running Lighthouse Learning and my school when I get muddy footprints walking through my kitchen, they're not going to last. Even though they do drive me crazy sometimes. They drive me crazy. And I've, I've done better at finding a system to not make that happen. But here's the thing. I want to delight in these moments and not be stressed out. And so that requires me to be very intentional to leave buffer days. I know that whenever we come back from Thanksgiving break, I'm not going to do the type of work that we do on Tuesday and Wednesday, not that Monday. No, the weeks leading up to winter break, I'm not planning anything specific that needs to get done and turned in and all of that good. No, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to spend the day after Martin Luther King Day getting straight back into work and going full force and full throttle into things. I don't have to do that anymore because we're able to take more advantage of our time. And so I hope that you plan buffer room and that you plan time for transitions because it will pay you back in rich dividends. I pray this blesses you and I hope to see you over in our Facebook group, Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. And until then, keep shining. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. 
the world needs you.